Fantasy Roadshow. Hey, what's going on? Welcome into another episode of the Fantasy Roadshow with your hosts. You can call me Truck, next to Shane O'Mac, next to Coles. Find us all on Twitter at Fantasy underscore Trucker, at S McCormick underscore FF, at Coles underscore Sports. Follow the show while you're at it, at Fantasy Roadshow. Tweet at us uh, all your questions that you may have throughout the week. Uh, also, check out the Substack, thefantasyroadshow.substack.com for all of our written articles throughout the week. Uh, and as always, this episode is brought to you by Rule One Proteins. Go to www.rule1proteins.com, enter in Roadies40 at checkout to get 40% off. Uh, go grab your protein and all your uh, supplements, everything you need there. Uh, boys, how are you guys doing today? Doing well. Um, yeah crazy waivers um but yeah doing well how you doing uh i'm doing good i am uh in kalamazoo michigan still uh tomorrow i have to head to milwaukee i'm just kind of all over the place this week started in ohio and then michigan then wisconsin so i am everywhere shane how you doing buddy man doing good doing good that was you had a good birthday yesterday good 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 uh, finish last night so despite the Despite the clock management woes of Mike McCarthy and Dak Prescott, what was that? I I was texting Ryan, or I, was I texting you, Ryan? Where I, I don't like, think so. I was texting one of my buddies. I'm like, wait, did Dak? All right, so it was like two minutes and thirty something seconds, mm-hmm. and they called. I forget why they not. It wasn't someone was injured. Whatever happened there, and then they reset it. And he has a fresh 25 second uh, shot clock and just snaps it right away. I was yeah. so confused. Yeah. Why he gave, he, yeah. Like he could have taken off 20, 25 more seconds. And then you, and then they call a timeout. And then the next play, you're at the two minute mark. Yeah. And then you can probably get it down to, you know, a minute 20. Yeah. Or at yeah, least it, a was, 30, it was confusing. You know? It was very yeah. confusing for me. Uh, yeah. I, I was. But I just loved how Troy Aikman said, you know, oh, Micah Parsons hasn't done anything tonight, you know. And then bam. <laughs> As he says it. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Well, nonetheless, great game. Uh, go, 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 Cowboys. I'm glad that uh, they pulled out a win, even though I was rooting for them. So that's great to see. Um, that's I your first win as a Cowboy fan. Isn't <laughs> first it, win as a Cowboys fan, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. While I'm rocking Congrats. my Bears hat. Um, I forgot to mention, we are live on YouTube at youtube.com slash sports ethos. Uh, feel free to comment any of your questions, uh, but please be patient. We're going to answer them all at the end of the episode. Calls do not uh, have the comments on put, your screen. Chat. Chat. I'm going <laughs> okay. to go on our Twitter, though. Yes, please do. Sure no one's asking on there because I never check. Yes. Uh, boom. All right. Well, we're in uh, week seven, uh, wait, man. I have one other thing. Yeah, go ahead. Shane and Mac, I want to hear about this uh, this quarterback that you fell in love with. I see your hat that you're currently wearing. Uh, Kansas State quarterback. Let's hear you about mean, You mean the prince that was promised to us, Avery Johnson? <laughs> yeah, I want to, I need to hear about him. What's good? Oh, man. Just, I mean, he's got to start the rest of the year. Just dynamic, quick, fast. True freshman? 
true freshman okay. out of out of Wichita area high school. So, um, you know, yeah, he's just amazing. Oh, Wichita area. Yeah. What four star, five star? Do you, four you, star. Four, four star. star. Yeah. You you have you know you've known about him, right? Oh Obviously. yeah. 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 Okay. He, he he and Dylan Edwards, the running back, freshman running back at Colorado, were supposed to be coming to K State together. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then Edwards, once once he got hooked in with Dion, backed out of that. Well, yeah. Um, awesome. Well, that's exciting. Uh, dual threat. Dual threat. Yeah. Beautiful. Fastest, fastest guy on the team. Awesome. And then <laughs> K State's obviously staying in the Big Twelve right yes okay nice um i can't keep track with everything that's moving in the in the, in the conference it doesn't you don't need to next year will be what's going on and we'll go from for there. a while I, yeah there's an what is it, eight team or 12 team playoff 12 team 12 team 12 team playoff starts next year which is much needed so yeah that's um, awesome cool um all right so uh, i want to kick this off with um this is week seven uh, it is a massive bye week. There are six teams on bye, and those six teams are the Cincinnati Bengals, the Dallas Cowboys, Tennessee Titans, the New York Jets, Carolina Panthers, and the Houston Texans. A lot of fantasy pieces are off this week. You're going to be having to make some tough choices and tough decisions on who you're dropping, who you're picking up. So uh, we're here to address all those questions for you guys. Um, yeah, this is – calls when we were prepping for this season – this is the one week that I was really worried about because we every time during our our draft process we're like, man, that's a week seven bye. That's another week seven bye. So uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, this is going to be a tough week. Yeah, I think it was like week seven and week ten. Um, I I went through a couple teams and it was looking pretty grim. Um, I know we have a team together that we share where there's like five guys on bye. Um, but you know, yeah, that was tough. You get through it. Um, yeah, I thought this was going to be a pretty crazy waiver week as well, but I don't think it is. Uh, Shane, do you have the same feeling last night when we talked, we're like, this could be a pretty wild waiver week, but now as we're hearing some of this injury news settle, I don't know that I think it's going to be as crazy. Do you have that same feeling? Yeah, I think there's some teams that have, it's not going to be as much as we thought adding wise. And um, if you, if you weren't paying attention to the news or, you, or you're not watching the show right now and you submit waivers based off of yesterday's news, you, know, yeah. you could be wasting money. Yeah, yeah. You definitely. We encourage everyone to go out there and do your own research and, and really dig into this week. There are so many injuries. Um, so many people nicked up that this your, your waiver pickups really hinder on who's going to be available and who's not. Um, so I'm going to go through this list real quick of uh, injuries and like their current status as to where they are right now. Um, I, I'll start off. This is a pretty long list, so I'm just going to kind of run through it. You guys feel free to stop me whenever you want to talk about certain something. But um, Zay Jones is still questionable, didn't practice on Tuesday. Trevor Lawrence is questionable, limited practice on Tuesday. Um, Chris Alave is questionable, limited practice today. Uh, Juwan Johnson uh, dealing with a calf injury. Uh, he he participated in walkthroughs. Uh, Jamal Williams is supposed to be coming back. He's dealing with a hamstring. Um, he had limited participant last week, or I'm sorry, yesterday. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo questionable. Roshan Johnson questionable. Wait, so Jamal practiced last week? 
Well, I, I corrected myself. It's uh, he he was a limited yesterday? participant yesterday. Yes, limited participant yesterday. He's questionable to return this week still. Okay, so is the in season IR the same as the preseason IR? Like you you know how you had to open up a 28, 21 day 21 window. One day window. Yeah. Yes. So it's the yes. same. He's uh, yeah. he's now opened that window and he's practicing. You know, Correct. Yes. Okay. Uh, Justin Fields is doubtful. Um, I don't know if you guys just look into that right thumb. Uh, you know, he's doubtful for week seven. He's probably going to be out for a couple weeks. Uh, Khalil Herbert was placed in the Minimum. IR. Yeah. Khalil Herbert placed on the IR. Deshaun Watson still questionable. I don't know what's going on there, but he's just... playing. They knocked PJ back down to practice squad. Okay. So hopefully he's gearing up to play this week. <clears throat> uh, Anthony Richardson looks like his season's probably over. Drop him. Uh, Damian Harris, uh, we saw what happened there. Sprained neck, um, still waiting on information for him. Dalton Kincaid, questionable. Um, he's in remains in concussion protocol on Monday as of yesterday. Uh, Josh Allen is considered day-to-day. He's questionable, probably going to play, I would imagine. Right, guys? You, you would say so? 100%. Yeah. He's yeah. yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones, questionable. Um, there's a chance. I worry about him. Yes. Um, they say there's a chance he's going to be ready to play week seven, uh, but it's a neck injury, and he says he feels a lot better, but uh, you can't really take his word for it. So um, keep an eye on that. Baker Mayfield questionable. Uh, what is that? His left hand, non-throwing hand contusion. Not worried. Okay. Uh, David Montgomery questionable. He's probably not going to play dealing he's with not rib playing, injury. No. Jameer Gibbs. Jameer Gibbs. Let's talk there. So, okay. Craig, Craig Reynolds, obviously the person that you're going to hear about the waiver wire. Yes. Um, because Gibbs is coming off injury, I don't think he gets a full workload. So, you know, what do you think in terms of – like I think Craig Reynolds already sort of had a shot in this role and it wasn't too impressive. So like I'm personally not going in and putting in any claims. Am I reading that wrong because Gibbs is coming off injury? What do you guys think? Um, I don't know. Shane, what do you, what do you got for that? I think because it's a hamstring issue, I think Gibbs will be limited in the touches he will get. Um, you know, we don't have to go too far back just a couple weeks ago to see what Aaron Jones um, participation was in his very first game back from a hamstring issue, which was a similar time off as Gibbs. Yeah. So I think you're going to look at a little bit more touches uh, for Reynolds than, expect, than expected, but you are really right. I looked at that game, I think it was week three when Montgomery missed and Reynolds played and he was pretty awful. You're, at, think- you're at Baltimore. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's gonna be a tough matchup. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, moving on. Pat Fryermuth, questionable. Um, they expect him to practice on Wednesday, so he's progressing. Uh, Deontay Johnson, uh, Monday, he said that uh, his hamstring, he's able to return from IR, so we might see him on the field this week. Um, then Ronnie Rivers and Kyron Williams, both of them out, um, and they're both going to be out for Ronnie Rivers four to five weeks. Kyron Williams a couple weeks dealing with a sprained ankle. So um, we'll be talking about the Rams running back backfield uh, here pretty soon. Uh, a lot of pieces going around. I, I saw a couple of updates today that was. Uh, yeah, so let's talk about it then. Um, okay. Kyron, I think Kyron's out a week, maybe two. 
Yeah. Um, Ronnie, obviously, IR, who really gives a fuck, to be honest. Um, so Zach Evans currently in line to get starting, um, to get the starting role. Royce Freeman moves up from the practice squad. And then you have Miles Gaskin signed. Is there any, yes. am, I miss, am I missing anyone else? I when when I was going through the list earlier, I feel like there's another name. That Daryl I, Henderson. That's Daryl Henderson. That's the right. other one I saw today. So, yes, thank you, Shane. That was awesome. Um, Good and he is what practice squad? Is he in line? Signed to the practice squad today, but they could choose to elevate him if they want. Yeah, so for me, it's it's like Ronnie Rivers is going to get the first. Or I'm not. I'm sorry, not Ronnie no. Rivers. Um, no. Zach Evans. I was just looking at his name. Zach Evans is going to get the first crack at this, and I I think they're just going to go with the hot hand. They're going to give everybody touches and see who's playing the best. Uh, Zach Evans is probably has the best chance at producing in this role, but I also think that there's going to be so many people. They're going to give the ball to so many different guys that I don't think anybody's going to be really valuable. You know what I mean? I don't know. How do you guys feel about it? Uh, I think they're going to make a decision pretty quickly, like this week. Um, and if it's only going to be one week, then there's probably not a ton of value unless you're getting like a rental from, you know, you had Montgomery go down. So you're looking for a one week rental. Yeah. They're playing Pittsburgh this week too. Playing Pittsburgh. But like Daryl Henderson worries me. Um, because he's had success there in the past. Royce Freeman, I believe he looked pretty decent in preseason. Was that with the Rams or was he with another team in preseason? I think he was with another team. I don't think it was with the Rams, but I couldn't. I can't pinpoint it off the top of my head. I, I'm going to look that up because that, to be honest, he like looked decent, I remember. Um, Royce mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, Zach Evans will probably get the shot. I, I don't know. It's the fact that they're bringing in three different backs makes me think whatever. However he looked last week wasn't very good, and that's what I read, but I honestly didn't see it uh, yeah. personally, so I can't really comment up there. But Yeah, I, I just think it's going to be a committee. I, I, they're just going to go with that approach, and um, it's going to be hard for any one of them to really jump out. You might see a touchdown here and there. but If it's one week, it's irrelevant in my mind. But what do you think, yeah. Shane? Yeah, I I had put in you know a decent little claim for for uh, Evans earlier this morning when because I was kind of needing a guy one week starter, but once I saw those signs today, those free agent signings, I backed it off quite a bit. Yeah. Hardly nothing. I mean, you just look at last week what happened in Arizona when everyone went crazy on. DiMarcado, and then it was Damian Williams <laughs> signed up from the practice squad, off you know, and just yeah, got a pretty good amount of carries. Yeah, great point. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not burning a waiver claim on him, and I'm hardly putting any fab down. But once the waivers run tomorrow, and if he's sitting there, which I doubt he will be, some some dummy's going to pick him up, and uh, I'll let them do that in my league. But yeah, I just uh, it's too murky right now, and Kyron should be back here shortly. So, um, James Connor was on IR. We know that already with his knee injury. Uh, obviously, Keontae Ingram seems to be the guy, and we just talked about Darren Willie or um, um, Damian Williams. Yeah, Damian. Sorry, uh, Damian Williams. Uh, so I don't know. Keontae Ingram seems to be the guy. 
If he's still on the waiver wire, are you guys picking him up? I did that last week. Yeah. Um, I'm just still looking at Freeman. So, yeah, he had a decent preseason with the Rams. I bet you he has a sneaky good role this week. Okay. But um, anyways, um, Keontae Ingram, yeah, I mean, I have him. And I'm not, like, super excited about it by any means. No. Uh, there's one league where I lost Kyron and I lost A-Chain in back-to-back weeks, so I have to start him in that league. Um, but, I, I mean, yeah, he doesn't look very impressive, but he's going to be the guy getting the workload. So, um, you know. Yeah, start him if you need to. Yeah, I think he got seven points last week. That's pretty much what I'm expecting out of him. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, Aaron Jones is still questionable. I don't really have any information on it. I hope he comes back this week, uh, but keep an eye on that. Jeff Wilson did not get activated off the IR last week. Uh, I'm hold assuming- up, hold up, <clears throat> hold up. Aaron Jones, so he has to be healthy, right? Like, I mean, you would think so. However, they just signed James Robinson today. Yeah, that's, I saw that. That made yes. me great, yeah. great, great mention there. Yeah, um, I'm so, not too worried about James Robinson, but yeah, that's I mean, got to be that's concerning. Uh, for of course, you're not worried about James Robinson, but like you have to be worried about signing a running back. It doesn't matter what his name is. The fact that they went and signed a running back, what is that like? Is that pointing towards another week? which would be fear infuriating. I don't know. That's that it's something to keep an eye on for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I would imagine Jeff Wilson gets uh, uh, promoted yeah. off the IR this week. I mean, we yes. thought he was going to, that was last week. So expect that uh, Christian McCaffrey is the big one that I'm sure everyone's talking about that oblique injury. Um, he avoided the long-term injury and he's considered day to day. He legitimately has a plan of a chance of playing this Monday uh, against the Vikings. I mean, do you, what do you guys? What are the chances? What what percentage would you put that he plays this week? Twenty five. Twenty five percent chance. I think, didn't we see Jalen Waddle miss a game with an oblique injury earlier? Didn't he have to be sidelined one game? I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, I I would say that he's not going to play, but you know Christian McCaffrey, dude. He's going to do anything he can to play this game. I just think probably they were going to play it smart long term. Think they can go into Minnesota and beat that team even oh, without him. Hundred percent. Yeah, they don't need him this week to win this game, and I, I hope uh, he realizes that and they can get him to calm the nerves because Christian McCaffrey loves ball. That's what we know for yeah, sure. Yeah, but like he also is always pretty hush hush about his injuries. So yeah, he is. I mean, you take this week off and get ready to play the Bengals at home and then at Jaguars. Those are two playoff teams. And then you have, you know, the Bucks at home who, as of right now, might be, but I don't think they actually are. Then you have to go to Seattle and to Philadelphia. So, like, why would we play? Like, there's just no reason. Take time off, rehab get ready for the Bengals next week, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then the, the <clears> last and this very that- well still could be a little bit more serious than the reporting just because of how Christian McCaffrey likes to deal with injuries, you know? Yeah. 
I just yeah, think he's not. I just think there's a low chance of him playing this week. Yeah, uh, and then the last one that is worth mentioning is Debo Samuel with the shoulder injury, AC joint. Uh, he is considered day to day. He might play, he might not. Just uh, these are all these players that we just talked about that I just mentioned. You have to keep an eye on. You have to stay in tune with the news cycle and figure out if these guys affect your lineup at all. So, yeah, Debo, like you're not going to get anyone on the. 49ers to step up and be fantasy relevant like it would probably be Ronnie Bell and you're not going to start Ronnie Bell you know oh so, no of course I just mean like if you have Debo <clears throat> in your starting lineup or if he's on your roster and yeah, you yeah. have to go elsewhere just uh, thought I'd mention the uh, injury bug that seems to be going around but that about covers the injuries uh, it was more the injury bug was more about quarterbacks this week I feel like the, there's quite a few like Jimmy G will be he'll he'll be out uh, yeah, Trevor and, Lawrence, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, Daniel Jones, Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, did you get, we get to see Mr. Ben. Yeah, Yannick. yeah, yeah. TB. Oh, TB. Yep, 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 yep. Wait. Yep. Teabag. That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. That is great. He's teabag. He's coined teabag now. Thank you, Coles. That is awesome. I'm going to spread that out to all of my Chicago guys. Yeah, like let's, let's go, go teabag. teabag. <laughs> oh teabag god, I love I love bears. the nicknames that come up on the pod. These those are those are uh, gold, gold. We have a uh, um, uh, what was it? Puka? Uh, uh, what'd you call him, Coles? Uh, Puker, Puker, Nup. Puker, Puker, <laughs> yeah, Puker, Nup, yeah. No, tea bag's way better than that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's um let's get into uh, the official waiver segment. Uh, everybody, buckle up. <clears throat> All right. So yeah, like Cole said earlier, you know, initially when we were looking at everything, um, there's a lot of names on this list that. Uh, people are going to be looking at based on the earlier information we got from waivers. I'm sorry for injuries, but now that we've got updates, things change. So uh, I'm going to go off this list here. Talk about running backs first, and you guys let me know um, where your where your gauge is at on uh, whether or not we should be targeting them, um, wasting. Uh, I'm sorry, using our waiver claims and uh, putting on fab for them. So Craig Reynolds first. Uh, Craig Reynolds is only rostered in 2% of leagues. He's basically available in every league. Um, do you guys like Craig Reynolds this week? Uh, who's he have? The Lions are playing Ravens. Uh, Baltimore. Yes. Yeah, we talked about that. So um, what's your gauge on Craig Reynolds, you guys? Um, we kind of already him? talked about him. Let's uh, let's do like – let's do where we – where since we talked about Reynolds, let's skip and then we'll rank – the people okay whoever we haven't talked about we'll talk about them and then we'll rank them so let's just include reynolds in our rankings because we already okay all right so craig reynolds elijah mitchell jordan mason those two right together yeah uh, we also have roshan johnson uh rostered in only 60 percent of leagues jaleel mclaughlin we have kareem hunt zach evans and leonard fournette okay uh well Let's talk about the 49ers for a second. So, well, how many leagues has Eli Mitchell's got to be relatively owned? He is rostered in uh, only 34% of leagues on Sleeper, and it's going to be less on ESPN. Okay, yeah. so you do have – so Mitchell and Mason are both available. 
Yeah. Correct. Mason is available in every single league. He's only rostered at 4%. Okay. Uh, so let's talk about Elijah versus Mason. Yeah, so I talked about it a little bit last night on stream, and I feel the exact same way. Um, I got to stop drinking Topo Chico's while we record because it makes me burp. <laughs> and drink normal water. Yeah. Um, so I feel the exact same way. So Elijah Mitchell is the RB2. He is Shanahan's guy. He's been, I mean, he's been a starter for Shanahan and succeeded. Um, so he is the guy. However, health is what is the concern. Health, health is the concern with Mitchell. So like, yeah, he did play hardly last week he was like you know limited or not practicing most of last week um ended up playing getting a couple snaps but um so that is the concern with him it's like is he going to be 100 percent this week um and the other concern is that mason has looked really good uh with the opportunity he's gotten because of mitchell's injury so like i still think Mitchell is ahead of Mason. However, health is going to determine that if, if if that's how the week um, unfolds, if McCaffrey's gone. So basically what I want to say there is like Eli Mitchell will be the lead back, maybe a 60-40 split if healthy. 40% for Mason is still a pretty significant amount, I think. Um, so it's going to be a tandem backfield all injury all health dependent for mitchell i don't know that's how i feel about it at least um yeah i mean they're going they're playing in minnesota this week so it's a it's a good matchup for running backs and i I think you're right this offense is good enough to where they both can be productive but elijah mitchell is the guy that you want to pick up uh more so than mason and you're right i think he mitchell does still hold value even when mccaffrey comes back so it's um, yeah, I, I, I think I would take Mitchell over Mason. Yeah, what do you think there, Shane? Because, like, Mitchell – like, I do think Mason looks really good, though. That's the thing that's, like, kind of scary, but it comes down to the injury. It comes down to how healthy Mitchell is for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's averaged over five and a half yards a carry the last two weeks, Mason has, so he has looked good. Yeah. But they have always leaned in on Mitchell in the past. I kind of look at it like – if you are for some reason limited on fab, I would go after Mason because he's going to be the cheaper option for sure. When people are looking at the two of them, people are going to prioritize Mitchell based off the past performances. So you could probably slide in and get Mason at a much cheaper cost and get, you know, 80% of the production maybe this week. Um, If fab's not a concern, then I would go after Mitchell. Yeah, and this is all comes down like if you need to run a running back to start. I mean, if we're trusting that Christian McCaffrey's done for a week, then I don't think you waste. If you're limited on Fab, just don't spend on either of these guys because yeah, when McCaffrey comes back, he's the guy, obviously. Um, but if you feel like you need a you know, couple week rental and McCaffrey might be leading on. He, he might be uh, <clears throat> a little more injured than he's leading on. Then I think probably exactly what Shane said, Mitchell's probably the guy to get uh, if you can afford to. And then 
Um, yeah, Mason, I don't know. I, that's a tricky one to me. And I think it's based on past history. I, I don't know the ins and outs of like how well Mason knows the playbook, but you would imagine because of Mitchell's history, the playbook open the playbook opens up more if he's in your backfield because he knows it like the back of his hand. So, well, here's a question I got for you guys. If you guys are really in need of a spot start at the running back position and you know that there's a chance that McCaffrey does play, are you uh, prioritizing someone like Roshan Johnson ahead of them? Yeah, uh, well, regardless. Yeah, Roshan's yeah, ahead. I don't even include Roshan in this week because I just don't think he should be available. Like yeah. there's probably not many leagues he's available in. He's rostered in 60% on Sleeper and uh, 52 on ESPN. Yeah, I mean, I'm in 11 leagues, and I guarantee you he's not available in any of them. Yeah, I'm sorry, 42% on ESPN. So he's he's out there, you know. None of our leagues, but he is, he's out there for people listening. Um, all right, so you're saying Roshan Johnson, number one waiver wire pickup if he's available. Yes, 100%. 100%, not even close. Okay, uh, and then as far as um, the Zach Evans, Eli Mitchell, Jordan Mason, Craig Reynolds, where do you guys put those for? Yeah, Shane, go first. I'm, I'm curious what you have. So if I'm looking just for one week person, I would take, uh, despite the matchup, I would go Craig Reynolds over San Francisco. I just feel he's the stronger bet to get double-digit touches in Gibbs' first game back not knowing what that split's going to look like for sure in San Francisco, I would probably lean Craig Reynolds. What about Keontae Ingram? Is he involved in this little, he's got to be available for more in more leagues than Roshan. Um, Keontae Ingram. Let me and we have to there. include him in this list because I think he's more relevant than Roshan. You're saying Keontae Ingram is, is a higher priority than Roshan? No, he's just going to be available in leagues, whereas Roshan's probably not. Uh, Keontae Ingram is available in 9%, or I'm sorry, he's rostered in only 9% on ESPN. Yeah, so, so keep, yeah he's so, out there. So Keontae Ingram has to be included in this group, and I think I put him at number one by far. Right, Shane? After You mean after Roshan? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have Keontae ahead of Craig Reynolds is what I'm trying to yeah. say. What's his matchup this week? I can't remember. Uh, Seahawks. Oh. Okay. Yeah, in Seattle. Not great, not horrible. Yeah, it's a better matchup than Reynolds at Baltimore. <clears throat> Both are tough environments. Seahawks, you know, they gave up 17 to the Bengals, but they have been in shootouts, you know, this year. So, um. I don't know. I, regardless, I just think with James Conner being out for, you know, he's on the IR three more weeks at minimum. I think it's going to be even more than that. And his only competition being Amari, who didn't do anything, and then Damian, who is the only other productive running back. You're going to have the most value long term on Keontae. And to be honest, like, there's question marks everywhere else. Yeah, his we've, next we've three, already gotten to see one week of what that looks like, right? Yeah, Keontae Ingram's next three games: Seattle, Baltimore, then Cleveland. So, Ooh, that's tough. tough. Tough matchups coming up for sure. But like you know, like I said, Craig Reynolds, 
plus Gibbs. How many targets goes there? That's the question mark. Eli Mitchell, Jordan Mason. Honestly, like go Mitchell over Mason, but I wouldn't be surprised if you're pissed at me next week because Mason vultures two touchdowns and, you know, has 10 carries for 50 yards. I wouldn't be surprised. So, um, yeah. And then who else do we have in this list? Zach, Zach Evans and Kareem Hunt. Zach Evans last because of um yeah the what is that gonna look i mean you're gonna know more towards the end of the week someone's gonna take a waiver on zach evans and then thursday friday is gonna roll around and royce freeman or daryl henderson's gonna be the starting running back and, and then they're gonna be pissed like that's if i had a bet on what's gonna happen there that's probably what's gonna happen or you know Zach Evans gets the first drive, looks okay. Daryl Henderson comes in and starts running people over, and then McVay just runs with him, you know? Yeah. Because that's what it's going to be. But, um, and then Kareem Hunt, I don't know. I probably have him above Craig Reynolds. I agree. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. So we're saying Roshan Johnson, um, and then Keontae Ingram, then Kareem Hunt. For me, it would be it would be Roshan Hunt uh, Keontae, but yeah, I just like I Hunt's value kind of rest of season beyond just this week. Yeah, yeah. If you need more of a long term play instead of a spot start, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to argue that. Um, however, I do have Jerome Ford in quite a lot of leagues, and I'm not going to roster Hunt and Ford. I would roster Hunt or Ford and Ingram, and then I would go hunt on those other leagues that I don't just to kind of stagger that. Okay. Um, Other running backs that I feel like are worth a mention, Tajay Spears. Uh, We saw him have a a decent output. He looked explosive, had a big touchdown run. Um, What's your guys' gauge on Tajay Spears moving forward? Uh, Do you think, uh, you know, I mean, he's rostered. I don't think he housed that one, did he? No, he just he got it. He got pulled down. Like a the forty, five. yeah, forty something yarder. Oh, okay, yeah, my mistake. Yeah. Just the still looks explosive out there. Green pass. Yeah, yeah 48, 48 yarder. He looks great for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I go get him. He's uh, has probably the most injury upside. Maybe not the most, but has a lot of injury upside just because that line sucks. Um. He's just on a really fucking bad team. That's his issue. <laughs> so yeah. All right. How about this next guy, Devin Singletary? Uh, yeah, he, that's someone we need to be talking about, and we need to put him in that list where we just yeah. that we just talked about. Yeah, this like, is it's just this is a long list. I don't want to list everybody. I'm not going to list 12 guys right off the bat. And uh, but as I'm going down the list, we fit him in where we need to. So yeah, t- uh, where would you put Devin Singletary? He's right around, right, maybe just one slot behind Cream Hunt because I yeah. think it's a similar situation now where we're going to see a similar shared workload. Where I think, yeah. you know, it was it was shown this week against the Saints, and he did more with the with his touches than Damian Pierce did. And I think that that forward Hunt uh, breakdown is going to be kind of what you see in Houston also. Yeah. Now I do want to mention the Houston Texans are on a buy. So when you're looking at your waivers, uh, and you're looking at the projected outcome of these guys, 
you're not going to see Devin Singletary in there. He's going to be down on the bottom because he's on a bye. So if you want to play, a lot of your league mates aren't going to be smart enough to look for that type of thing. So you can scoop up Devin Singletary pretty easily, in my opinion. Same thing with Chuba Hubbard, because he's owned in less than 50% of ESPN leagues. So do the same thing with him. Yeah, absolutely. Were you going to talk about him? Um, No, he's not on the list. um, But he is now. Um, I. Okay. I'm just writing out my list so I know we can talk about it. Yes. All right. Yeah, I have Chuba. Here's my list currently of everyone we talked about. Roshan 1, Chuba 2, Keontae 3, Singletary 4, Hunt 5, Reynolds 6, and Eli slash Mason 7. Um, I put I, I put Singletary in between above Hunt after Keontae, uh, and I put Chuba in between Roshan and, and Keontae. Honestly, I could probably swap Singletary for Keontae because I think Singletary right now has an opportunity. And I think he's going to succeed in his opportunity. And if he ends up having a primary role in the Texans, which looks like to be a very good offense in a relatively soft division yeah i think he could have some pretty decent value um his ceiling is higher than reynolds hunt barring injury um so yeah i don't know i i I like i like singletary's talent i think he's in a good offense uh he could be in a pretty good situation there yeah i completely agree with you um and uh, one other name I feel like needs to be mentioned if he's available. Uh, I think he's only rostered in 48% of leagues is Jaleel McLaughlin. Um, do you guys have any sort of interest in Jaleel moving forward? Uh, I mean, he did have the most carries on the team last week, even with uh, Javante Williams coming back. So what's the deal with Jaleel? I'm not interested. Shane, you can talk about him. I think, you know, he is one of those guys you may have to could play this week based off injuries and bye weeks. I've got him in one league on my bench. Yeah, so do I. I've got like I've got Mixon off and I've got Montgomery hurt um, this week. And so unless I can pull something off the waiver wire, I'm going to have to throw him in there. Um, his snaps, his rushes, his touches. Of I think they play increased. the Packers. They're at home against the Packers. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. Against the Packers. I mean, he's the most explosive option in that backfield. You can just tell when you're looking at what he plays. Um, yeah. You know, hopefully that becomes more of a two man rotation than a three man is. That's the only concern. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, like watching Javante run against the chiefs, like Jaleel might be the most explosive right now, but Javante is clearly the most uh, the most skilled. He had a few runs where he looked really good and tried putting moves on, and he's just not quite healthy as enough. You remember when Brees Hall got into the open field and didn't have the burst? And like, yeah, I didn't have that breakaway speed. That's exactly what happened to Javante once on the right side of the field, and he broke open and like. 
I don't know. It was probably a 15 yard run. It was probably his biggest run of the night. I'll look it up right now. And he yeah. had, if he, he had that extra, that second level burst, uh, he would have, it would have been an exciting run. So he's that's yeah. 18 yard run. So that that's where he's at. I mean, he had 10 carries 52 yards. Um, he didn't get, he wasn't involved in the receiving game, but like we all, we know he can be when healthy. So, you know, I think he's not too far out from being um, stronger and maybe come playoff time, maybe come week 11, 12, we see a fully healthy Javante Williams. Now, are they going to be tanking at that point? Are they ever going to truly unleash him? That's becomes another question. Uh, Cole's conspiracy would say that uh, there is potentially a world where Sean Payton. (laughs) Sean Sean Payton does really like Caleb. He's called him a generational talent. He's said, you know, on live ESPN television, he said, teams are going to be actively tanking for Caleb Williams. He's that good. Uh, well, Denver's got one of the richest owners in sports. Uh, they have John Elway and John Elway obviously values the quarterback position. So they may be a team here later in the season where it's like, fuck it. Let's conserve uh, Javante's health and let's just unleash McLaughlin and, uh, the undrafted guy, put some miles there, see what we have in him. So, yeah, I mean, keep him on your bench. And if he has a little bit of a role, maybe that turns into something bigger when they're full on tank mode, you know? Yeah. Um, All right. Well, I'm going to bring up some names that uh, I think should be dropped. Uh, Feel free to drop these guys. Uh, Amari DiMercato. By the way, how do you like my Dunder Mifflin water bottle? (laughs) I feel like, Shane, you definitely watched uh, The Office. Shane's for sure in Office. Shane's definitely got the Office humor in him. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, Do you think Uh, that show could be around nowadays? Like, they were pretty, like, some of their jokes got, uh, I don't know if with the new cancel culture that they would be. We live in a pretty sensitive world now. Uh, Michael Scott may not live in this 2023 world. Do you think? I don't know if it would. I think it'd be uh, still plays. Maybe, yeah. I think still so. Plays. Probably, probably. Okay. All right. Um, all right. So back to the running backs that we should be dropping. Amari DiMercato. That was a swing and a miss. If you guys picked him up. Feel free to drop him. Just kind of forget about what you paid for him and just drop him. Uh, Dalvin Cook, I think, is droppable now. Was that um, what you did with Amari, by the way? You said uh, that like you knew what was going yeah, on. Yeah, I, 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 I paid some fab for Amari, and I will be dropping him at this cycle. So mm-hmm. uh, goodbye. Not a, not a ton, though, right? No, just no, like I didn't. No, 20% maybe. Uh, uh, I don't even think it was that I I'd have to double check, but it's uh, around that range. You know what I love doing, by the way, is I love betting people fab. So I'll say, I'll bet you 20, 20 fab that I beat you this week in acquiring more dollars to spend that way. Well, it's a good time to promote uh sleeper. Uh, that it's a thing in sleeper that uh, is available. Shane, do you have any leagues in sleeper? Wait, you can do that in sleeper. Yeah, I, you can I, I made it. A f- oh, you trade it, right? 
yeah so i i made it um uh that's one of the things you can uh uh you know ena- enable in the sleeper leagues mm-hmm. no shit you can yeah on your matchup yeah oh do that all the time if i mean obviously be smart about it but yeah um all right yeah. so uh you guys dropping dalvin cook amari di mercado yep um Delvin. gus gus edwards Samaj P. Ryan, stop me if you guys disagree here. <laughs> I, I don't know that I, I mean, I have a super deep league that I still have Gus Edwards in and like can't really drop him just because he is a starting running back. Uh, yeah. Touchdown dependent. I mean, he's going to get carries, right? Like I'm never yeah. going to start him unless needed. Um, but sometimes you need to like that, that league I was just telling you about, I have, do I have Bijan? I don't remember who my RB one is, but someone really good. And then RB two, I had a chain Kyron bang, bang back to back weeks. So yeah, you know, having to start Keontae Ingram, um, had I not gotten Keontae Ingram in most of my leagues, then I would have. You know, been okay with starting a Gus Edwards just because sometimes you have to and pray for a touchdown. Yeah, these a lot of what we're talking about is relative to your league size, how deep your league mm-hmm. is. So uh, obviously, I'm I'm speaking to the um, the ETN. standard. Yeah, you know, in most leagues, uh, non you know more shallow leagues, uh, I think he's droppable. Mm-hmm. What about AJ Dillon or Cam Akers? What are we doing with Cam Akers? I know a lot of people held on to him after he got traded to Minnesota. But it doesn't seem like he's working into that workload. He's got he had one carry last week. Like, what are we are we dropping Cam Akers? Uh, I mean, keep Dylan for sure. You can't drop him yet. Who AJ uh, Dylan? AJ Dylan. AJ yeah, Dylan. You got to keep him. You got to keep him until we see Jones come back and what he's going to be like. Yeah. Uh, Akers is a tough one. Like. I don't honestly, I don't understand. Like, and I, I had Madison in quite a bit of leagues, and I don't understand what's taken so long. Well, Cole's made a good point. It's, it might just be an attitude thing. You know, he, he, they may have traded for him, and like, I think that was a mistake. Maybe we shouldn't have done that. He he might have a little clay pool in him. He might be immature. He might not be a man. He might not. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that about does it for running backs. We can jump to wide receivers. Uh, I feel like we hit everything that we needed to and talked about it, so that was good on you guys. Uh, appreciate it. And then for wide receivers, uh, another long list of wide receivers that we should be talking about, and I'll kind of just run through a few of them real quick. We got Josh Downs rostered in 50% of leagues. Uh, we have Josh Palmer rostered in 61% of leagues. Curtis Samuel. 51% of leagues, Rasheed Rice, 55, and uh, we'll we'll cut it off there for right now. So, uh, again, Josh Downs, Josh Palmer, Curtis Samuel, Rasheed Rice. Uh, what are we doing with these four, and how do you, how would you guys rank them? Can you hit that uh, soundboard for me? Your Cole's Conspiracy? No, no, no. The pick them up. Pick them up. That's what I would be doing with all four of those. Um, I, gosh, I mean, I've had Rice on my roster for how long? How long ago was that? Two weeks ago? At least, at least two weeks you were talking about it. For the last several, you know, three weeks probably, I've been trying to get Rice on every team that I can, and I am 
only looking to add him now in the leagues that I don't have him. I'm looking to potentially start having conversations about what a trade looks like for him because he's only looked, he, he, he looks by far the best. I mean, we all saw it on Thursday night football. Unfortunately, I liked when they were playing, you know, in a hidden in a 12 o'clock slate and only Swifties were watching him because he looks way better than everyone on the chiefs. Doesn't he? Like, yeah. Yeah, 100%. You know, he's doing all this playing less than 50% of snaps. Like, out of all their wide receivers, he's not on the field. Well, that's my point. So that's coming where he's going to be, you know, he's going to be all over the field. Mahomes was able to throw someone on the Chiefs, uh, just a a screen off to the left side. Maybe he was even in slot. I don't know. Slot screen. And Rice just took off and darted. And he got like, what, 30-something yards on that run? I don't know if you guys remember that one. But yeah, oh, it's right in front of me. 28. So, like, he's been wanting to do that with Tony for two years now. And Tony's just trash. So, yeah, yeah. Rice is – go get Rice. Trade for him. He's yeah. going to explode, and you're going to want him when he does. So, and Justin you know. Watson just dislocated his elbow. So now I think you see you see Rice get over that 50% route run rate that he hasn't been able to get over. Yes. That, that, that screen alone, man, like I'm telling you, he's going to be – He was. I, I think if you're Patrick Mahomes, he's smart and he's good and he knows when – it may just be like a learning the playbook and the offense thing, but the talent, there's no question now. Right. Um, and where were we drafting Tony very early on in preseason before he got injured in sky Moore, where were we drafting him? That's like round seven. So <laughs> start looking like think, think of that as think of, you know, round five, that type of, capital that you should employ or you know you should try to get a have a smart negotiation you can get him for less than that but that's going to be his value for the rest of the season is um he won that role that we were all trying to find who's the chiefs guy going to be so yeah um that's a good point so you're saying pick up all of them but how would you rank them calls rice one Gosh, I like Downs. I just don't think Minshew's going to do that well. Um, Rice won. Palmer's the guy. Palmer. It's not QJ, you know. So yeah, that's uh, pretty. Rice, yeah. Rice, Palmer, Downs, Samuel. Even though I like all of them. Okay. Uh, the only reason I wouldn't go Samuel, and I probably not going to add him in any leagues, unless it's super deep and he's there for whatever reason, is because that offense is going to be so spread out all just this it's going to be so spread thin um yeah he's had a good couple of weeks he's had three touchdowns uh he's had a touchdown in each of the last three weeks but outside of those touchdowns it's not and that's not something you can bank on every week so if he doesn't get a touchdown you're just you're not going to be overly happy that you started him but you know if you need a high floor he's kind of a, a decent play but I just think without those touchdowns, he's. I will say he is the he's he he won the Dotson role, man. Like he's, yeah, he is. I don't know what it is about Samuel, but the the Commanders, the Redskins, they have loved him for so long. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I would get all of them, but that would be my order. What what's your order there on those four? 
Shane. Uh, sorry, Shane, go ahead. Uh, mine is mine is Palmer one, but one A is Rice. Those are real back to back. And then it would be Downs. And then uh, I'd actually put Samuel underneath somebody we haven't talked about yet and probably will come up next, but go ahead. Yeah, I'll, I'll continue the list then. Um, we have Rashid Shahid. Uh, we have Michael Wilson. We have Josh Reynolds, still only rostered in 56% of leagues. Marvin Mims, and uh, one last one, Zay Jones. Uh, was was that name one of the names in there for you, Shane? No, it, it wasn't. So the guy that I would probably have at, the, at one spot ahead of Samuel, and I think his role just is getting better and better each week, is Wondell Robinson. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah, he's he's at, he was the next group. Uh, yeah. He's a little further down. Yeah, he's rostered in 29% of leagues. He's available. He caught all eight of his targets this week. He was eight for eight. So, yeah, why don't you go ahead and talk about him? You know, I don't know. A funny joke I heard on McAfee first okay. about Wandale. They're, they called him Wandale, and they were like, he is not of Hispanic descent. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that McAfee show, Wandale, yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, Shane, really Shane why, do you, why would you put Wandale up so high on your list? So I just think he's got such a a higher, safer floor in PPR leagues. Like you've seen his routes run rate and target share go up each week. Um, he, you know, with Tyrod, so I'm not worried about Daniel Jones because with Tyrod Taylor, he got his most targets that he's gotten all year. Which eight, is eight for 62, yeah. Yeah, so that doesn't concern me. I just think he, his role is growing and – going to be in a PPR league. Um, I just think he's going to provide that kind of safe floor of six catches a week. Um, maybe throws in 50 yards with it. Yeah, I like that. I, I can see that. I mean, he's got it. He looks like the one that's going to be emerging from this Giants uh, wide receiver room. He looks, uh, you know, the best out of all of them. But it's just hard to trust someone on the Giants right now. That team is uh, struggling offensively. But, yeah, I, I can understand that for sure. Yeah. Uh, Coles, yeah. what about – do you want me to relist those names? Did you write them all down? you got Rashid Shahid, Michael Wilson, Josh Reynolds, um, yeah. and Zay Jones. Yeah, I, the only one I like is uh, Shahid, and he's such a boom-bust play. Yeah. Um, but um, – so I'm out on the other three. But I, I like Wandale as well. I'd put him – I'd put him above Samuel for sure. Okay. Uh, and then I'll mention a few other ones. Let me know if you guys are, uh, you know, if they're in consideration. I said Marvin Mims. I don't know if I mentioned him. Kendrick Bourne had a big game, but, uh, you know, we talked about it before. You just, you're not going to see this week in and week out. Um, I think he's kind of fool's gold. But, I mean, if you're also in need of a spot start, are you guys, would you feel comfortable at all starting him? He had 10 receptions last week. No. No. Okay. No. I, uh, but Mims is someone who I, in very deep leagues, I've been stashing him uh, or plan to because I think there's a very real possibility that both Judy and based on talking about my Cole's conspiracy from earlier uh, of the the Broncos um, kind of tanking and unloading all their assets, I think I could I think Judy and Sutton, there's a very real chance. Uh, they're off the team, and then Mims 
is just going to kind of be like last man here. Um, yeah. Let's throw, let's throw him the ball a bunch and see if he could be a wide receiver one for Caleb. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I had the same thought of you. Like I almost stashed him last week, and I'm, and I'm still thinking that way. One of those – at least one of those receivers are going to get traded. At least what I can't, what I couldn't come to grips with though is if if stashing him and the big play potential, or Brandon Johnson, who has been a little bit more consistent with snaps and routes run on that team than Mims has. I'm for sure gonna stash Mims because of, um, I mean, how much Sean Payton likes him. He's like, it's one of the first impact things he's done with the roster was um was trading up for mims and i just think like all right let's say the more likely of the two is judy for him to get traded and let's say you let's say you even keep sutton just so that caleb can come in and have like weapons right sutton mims if successful dulcich but um i just think that mims is gonna get treated they're not trying to win games right they're trying to set themselves up for next year so i think they're just going to try to like give him 10 targets and see if he could be a wide receiver one if that's what their intentions are for him you know what i mean yeah um, so that's why i like mims like and was he one of the wide receivers for caleb when he was in oklahoma uh one time he probably was yeah he probably two years ago right yeah. So, you know, they have that chemistry already. Um, kind of like what we talked about. I, I, right now, today, I think Caleb is going to the Broncos or the Vikings, and he's going to have one of his boys as his wide receiver year one. I, I want to see the Bears be smart enough to not <laughs> be smart enough to be holding that number one pick and then force one of those teams we just mentioned, the Vikings or the, the Broncos, to just unleash the house, trade off of that one pick, and then go wherever they want to from there, but just get the house for for Caleb. Yeah, and then draft Marvin Harrison with uh, Carolina's pick. All right, so let's um, – um, Or that, uh, uh, that, that, it, that, that, that lineman. They have that massive uh, lineman from Penn State maybe. He's like yeah. – thought of as a generational left tackle yeah um, absolutely so get him I, I i don't know if the game plan would still be justin taylor or Ju- justin taylor justin justin Jeff, fields justin fields yeah but, um but yeah it would be you know what what's your game plan there is it may who you know who knows but uh, all right well let's give a little recap uh, real quick for the running backs and wide receivers calls Give me your top five at each position of your lists that you got going over there. Uh, Roshan, one. Chuba, two. Keontae, three. Singletary, four. Kareem Hunt, five. Six. Craig Reynolds, seven. Eli Mitchell, and then eight. Mason. But it's kind of weird because I probably have Mitchell already on a lot of my benches. But yeah. um, so I would actually put Eli ahead of whatever. We don't need to go into that. <laughs> All um, right. What about wide receivers? Downs, one, Palmer, two. Wait, no. Rice, one, Palmer, two, Downs, three. Um, who do we like, Shane, at four? Or uh, my four? 
who did you say? Wandale. Uh, Wandale. Wandale, yeah. Juan Dale at four. And Juan then, Dale. And then uh, Curtis Samuel at five. Nice. Um, yeah, I think that about hits it. Uh, Shane, did you have any? I know you had some discrepancies in there as well for – uh, yeah, not much. Got. I mean, I think where we, Coles and I just differed was I had Hunt one spot up on the running backs, but wide receivers, we were, I mean, I had Palmer slight one over over Rice, but that's a one and one A to me. You had yeah. Hunt and Singletary flipped or maybe even ahead of, yeah, Keontae. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm right there you, on pace with you guys as well. And then you had Juan. Juan Dale. Yeah. Juan hey, Dale. Robinson's a sneaky start this week. He gets the commander's defense who's like 28th in the league and passing yards allowed. So, yeah. Uh, all uh, right. Did well, you then... see, did you see Forbes got sat? What? Yeah. Emmanuel the rookie Forbes. cornerback. Yeah. Emmanuel Forbes was sat and they had a better defense. Crazy. Oh, okay. Crazy. Um, uh, all right. Well, let's um, real quick. I'm going to hit some quarterbacks and tight ends uh, and then yeah. we'll wrap it up. Uh, quarterbacks, there's only three on the list here. We got Baker Mayfield is rostered in 31%. I believe he's on a bye this. No, 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 no. Um, who's on the bye this week? Um, no, 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 no. I, I, my mistake. Uh, Baker Mayfield rostered in 31%. Desmond Ritter rostered in 15%. Sam Howell in 40%. So these guys are pretty widely available out there. Any one of those three, if you guys, uh, one of your quarterbacks are on a bye? Howell. Howell uh, at Giants. How? Yes. Um, definitely tune in. Uh, tune in to our red light, green light episode that we will go live tomorrow at some point. Uh, the podcast will come out on Thursday. We will be talking about our quarterback starts of the week, and we'll be talking about some streaming options. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're saying Howell for sure is the pickup uh, over Mayfield and Ritter. Yeah, QB yeah, five and QB seven. Yeah. Okay. Ritter, Ritter's had two top ten finishes. Isn't that crazy? It's that's nuts. Absolutely nuts. Um, all right. So some tight ends that I want to bring up. Um, Michael Mayer is only rostered in 12% of leagues. We have Logan Thomas is rostered in 61%. So most of you guys listened last week. Uh, and then we also have John Smith at 24% and Luke Musgrave at 24%. Uh, Michael Mayer is quietly being, uh, you know, pretty active in this Raiders offense. Yeah, my top ad or my stream at this point, it's not, you're not really at. I mean, I guess you could consider Mayer an ad that like he potentially has rest of season value uh, over someone that you own. But I, if you're streaming tight ends, uh, someone that I like, this was one of this, one of the early week Cole's conspiracies was that, um, <laughs> One Feel the, free to talk while that's playing too. <laughs> no, I, I can't. I can't. Um, one of the early season cons- cold conspiracies that I had was that uh, Zach Ertz was getting force fed uh, to increase his trade value to a contender, um, and I think that's still potentially the case. I think Trey McBride is their tight end of the future. I think he's awesome. Um, I, he out per. His production was higher last week. I don't know if his targets were, but yeah. I like Trey McBride a lot. Um, let me look. Uh, five targets last week and four receptions for 62 yards. 
So four for 62 for Trey McBride. So Ertz still had five targets. So, you know, split. But I think I think Trey McBride's either going to just take over from a youth and talent standpoint or Ertz is going to get moved or whatever. I, I, I've been pretty vocal about Trey McBride, you know, all year. But I think you're starting yeah. to see it. So, all right. Uh, all right. Well, I think that about does it for our uh, our uh, hitchhikers. Uh, everybody we <clears> just well, talked yeah, about. I, I want Shane to talk about Mayor. Do you do you have anything to say there? Like, because uh, the reason why I want someone to talk about Mayor is because the industry is. I don't have I, I'm I don't have much to say about it. So I would rather. So the reports I had read last week was they were wanting made a concerted effort to get him involved last week. Jimmy G was vocal about that. Yeah. They wanted to get involved. So, um, you know, he ended up getting like 70% route run rate. He had over 80% of the snaps. Um, I just think the guy that's sneaky and if you're wanting more consistent option, it's hard to believe, but John New Smith has been a top 10 tight end the last three weeks. And Arthur Smith's going to roll both of those tight ends out and play him and bo- have both of them run routes. Yeah. It's not Absolutely. going away. He's playing the same amount of snaps as Kyle Pitts. Trash coach. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, all right. So uh, you guys good there? Everybody, we're, I think we covered everybody that we needed to talk about. Um, that was our weekly segment for uh, Fantasy Hitchhikers. So make sure you pick them up. Um, now we're going to go ahead and get into uh, a mailbag segment. Oh, um, we thank hey! you. We, we thank everybody for Holy uh, joining shit, the stream. 19 comments. Yeah, I know. We're about to get into it. So, uh, uh, everybody, uh, buckle up. Oh. Man, motherfucker. All right. So, uh, lot, lot to go through here. Um, with first one, Dotson or Elijah Moore flex play Coles. Why don't you kick us off Dotson or Elijah Moore? Elijah Moore. I don't trust Dotson. Shane, you on the same hey, board with that? Chris Bork. What's up? <laughs> Thanks for joining. Uh, all right, that, cool. We're all, we're all in the B-Cork. same board. That is my B cork for, <laughs> for trucks. B cork. That is Chris Bork's my guy. B cork. I don't see you in the comments section. Where were you today? Buddy? And Paulo, Paulo and B. Paulo, where are you at? Um, Jay, good evening from the UK. It's 2355 here and still listening. Hey, hey from the UK, yeah. let's go. Oh, all right. That's awesome. Jay, thanks for joining. I, I see you got some questions here. We'll, we'll check them out. Chris, uh, T-Law out, thought he was only questionable. He is not out. He is questionable if if I missaid spoke earlier, but uh, good to go there. Uh, Jay, grab Craig Reynolds. I've already got him and Mason at the 49ers. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, Evans, definitely. He's going to have uh, 20, uh, run about 20 times a game. We'll, we'll see about that. I, <laughs> hopefully. Uh, I've still got Mitchell, and he is so unreasonable and gain well. Yep. Um, all right, let's go further down the list here. Uh, here's a good one. Trade Geno and Stafford for Kittle. It's a two-quarterback and two-tight end league. My other quarterbacks are Travis, uh, or I'm sorry, Tre- Trevor Lawrence and Brock Purdy. Tight ends are Musgrave and Logan Thomas. So trade Geno and Stafford for Kittle. What do you guys think? He's got Trevor Lawrence and Brock Purdy, Geno, and Stafford. Doesn't need all four of them. Quarterback. 
It's a two quarterback, two tight end league. My other quarterbacks are Trevor Lawrence and Purdy. And he's got Musgrave and Logan Thomas, who's trying to upgrade. But I personally, I wouldn't do it because Kittle doesn't really seem to be that much of an upgrade. He's had what four weeks of under five points. He's kind of, kind of that hot and cold to me. And uh, Logan Thomas seems to be really good. So I, I don't think I'm taking that trade. I don't think I'm making that trade. I would just just wait this week till we can finally see what about Trevor Lawrence just to make sure it's a knee sprain. Um, he's probably will play, but you know, just in case I would want to have one of those guys still to plug in there. That's a great point. Great point. Uh, Bronson. Thank you for your question. Uh, Leo traded Puka and Adams did uh, Puka for Adams. Did I win? Also have Alave, Waddle, Myers, Devonta Smith and flowers. Wow. Puka for Devonte. I think so. That's a very deep wide receiver room you've got there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did did, did uh, Leo upgrade from Puka to Devante? What do you guys think? As long as that shoulder is fine, yeah, I, I think so. I think Adams is the type of guy he can he can still have fantasy production no matter who's the quarterback. He's proven that. I agree. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right, so we're on the same page. Josh, thank you for your question. Would you guys trade Josh Downs and Janu for Jacoby in a 20-man PPR league? Also, would you trade Komet and Shahid for Mark Andrews in same league? Uh, so trade Josh Downs and Janu for Jacoby? I mean, I would make both of those trades. I just don't know 20-man leagues and how deep you can – like, what are you sacrificing starters? Because in a 12-man league – Downs and Jonu, not starters. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. They're bench players. So are are you trading two starting assets for a, a one like a better one? I, I always like to make two for ones. You're upgrading for Andrews a hundred percent. You're upgrading Komet and Shahid, especially without Justin Fields, who's you know, Komet's guy. So one thousand yeah. percent Komet and Shahid for Andrews. Um, and then Downs and Janu. Yeah, I mean, I'm making that trade. Jacoby's looked awesome. It's Ryan's best friend. I support Ryan. <laughs> I love that, and I completely agree with you, Shane. You on board with that one? Yep, yep. Okay. Uh, Josh, thanks again. Um, Gavin, thank you. Uh, could you trade Ky- Kyron? Kyrene, meaning Kyron Williams. Williams, for Saquon Barkley? No. Oh, I – I don't. I I was actually pleasantly surprised with Saquon's for touches he had. He looks, yeah, um, man. I I don't know. I guess I I his backs are Kyron Pollard, Aaron Jones, and Dose. <laughs> uh, what is that? What do you guys think that? What do you think Dose is? Does uh, I don't. I know, wonder what but, he meant there. Uh, Pollard's your RB one. Kyron. Yeah, I mean. Jones coming back. I think Saquon is an elite talent. So, yes, I would go Saquon, I, regardless of the situation. In yeah. The- yeah. Mon Barkley. All right. Here's another Saquon question from Adiz Nuts. My name is Jeff. Thank you for your question. Trade Saquon and Goddard for Bijan Got Waller. My name is Jeff. Yes, 100%. Trade Saquon and Goddard for Bijan. Got Waller. Yep. Yes, absolutely. Trade Saquon and Goddard for Bijan. Uh, definitely do that, even though Bijan split and carries. And Waller. Yeah. Blows. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, he also <laughs> also lost Richardson, Purdy. Uh, also Purdy lost or Richardson. Watson. Purdy or Watson, got it. At this point, Purdy. Yeah, yep. it's Purdy for me as well. Yep. Um, all right, Super C&B Challengers. Uh, just got offered Olave and Hawkinson for A.J. Brown in PPR. What do you think? I am not taking that trade. Uh, obviously, it, other things go into context here, so feel free when you guys ask questions, try to include as much context as possible. That helps us with the decisions. But I think AJ Brown is on a complete rampage right now, and I'm not getting. I'm not trading him away. I don't know. How do you guys feel? Yeah, unless like you are just got nothing at tight end, and there's no tight end options on the waiver wire, I would stick with AJ Brown. Olave, just a car is not throwing hooking up on deep targets he's not accurate in the end zone area um so i always like prefer the stud for sure player that's brown yeah calls you an agreement yeah brown can be a league winner yeah i mean Hawkinson could too but i i don't like the trajectory of the vikings no been pretty vocal about that so aj brown's likely the you know the, the league winner there Yep, absolutely. Uh, next question from Spencer Graves. Spencer, thanks for chiming in. Spencer How- Graves, that's like a uh, it seems like a power forward name, like a like a you know thicker white guy that wears a headband that probably like uses his elbows or like Spencer up Graves. And unders. Yeah, that's yeah, I like that it. Reminds me of. Uh, he's tooting his own horn here. How crazy that I have uh, Chase Cup and AJ Brown all in one fantasy teams, and it was an auto draft league as well, eight team league. Uh, yeah, nicely done. Uh, obviously, you didn't do much to do it. It's an auto draft league. Sounds but... like the worst league ever, Spencer. <laughs> Go tell someone else about it. Uh, but yeah, you must feel pretty good having Chase Cup and Brown. I so take back all those you. nice words I said about you being a power, <laughs> power forward that had good post moves. Yeah. Uh, all right. Elijah Golden, thank you for chiming in. Next question changes uh, or trades for 12 man PPR f- uh, keeper league. Uh, Fields Love, Aaron Jones, Warren, uh, Jalen Warren, Devontae Adams, Tyreek, Deontay Johnson, and his bench is Ty J. Spears, Damian Pierce, Keaton Mitchell, Tank Dell, and KJ Osborne. So are you guys changing his lineup at all, it looks like? Um, I, I mean, like... I mean, if there is some running backs available, you can feel free to drop Keaton Mitchell. I was talking about him for a couple of weeks as a stash, but all that they all all that he is doing is downing punts like inside the ten yard line for that team, um, which I don't think we get points for in fantasy. So uh, that's not going to happen. It doesn't look like. Yeah, yeah. If I don't see. I'm you. I don't like that team that much, to be honest. Like four and two is a really good record for what I'm looking at. Yeah, he's um, four and two, and he put up 71 points in week six. So looking to make yeah, improvements. Yeah. So like, Aaron Jones hopefully comes back, and you can count on him as an RB one. Warren, I hope that he gets increasing work share from. Najee, so like I wouldn't be confident in him as an RB2 right now, but he may work towards that. Fields is obviously gone for four weeks. Yeah, that hurts. Yep. Um, and you know, love is not necessarily trending in the right direction. I would say like where we thought or 
we thought like love was going to show he was going to be good and show a lot. Um, but he was going to have some growing pains. Same thing with, with, with CJ Stroud, but we were going to see a lot more growing pains and on a worse team. I think that's flipped. I think Stroud is like, looks like the much better quarterback right now in year yeah. one as both of them being starters. So like, I wouldn't be confident starting love all season. Uh, I think that's going to be pretty like matchup dependent. And even then, like, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to say Elijah, I'm going to, I'm going to give you some advice just by saying um, I would consider trading away Devonte Adams. See if you can get a, a big bag for Devonte and improve your team in other aspects. Um, Tank Dell was on a good rank or he was on a good run. Uh, he got injured. KJ Osborne is supposedly stepping in for Justin Jefferson, but didn't look that great against a bad defense last week. Damian Pierce is on the down streak. Ty, Ty J Spears, like we just talked about in this episode, a bunch of running backs and wide receivers to pick up that I kind of like them a lot more than your current situation. So I would recommend uh, shopping Devonte or Devonte Adams around. I would hold on to Tyreek Hill. Obviously, he's a yeah. He's a league winner, but see if you can get a big old bag for Devontae Adams. What about Devontae Adams and uh, Love for Tua? I mean, yeah, I, I think I would take that for sure. Tua and Tyreek stack he, he would get then? Oh, yeah, because that, I mean, that opens the floodgates for you can win a matchup with those two alone. Who did you, you say, Devontae and who? Love. So just throw one of his quarterbacks, assuming he could get another backup if he needed it, but. You yeah, know, yeah. Two for yeah. one, Jordan Love, uh, Love and Adams for Tua. Yeah, I like that. I like where you're yeah. at there. Or shit. maybe see if there's like another because you, wouldn't you think Devontae Adams, his value alone, standalone value is Tua? No. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, you, you're probably on the right track probably. there. I mean, Devontae Adams is an elite wide receiver, so you don't really need to include Love. Well, I'm just saying if you do include love to kind of throw a quarterback at him, then try to get a depth piece at running back because Keaton Mitchell's trash. Ty J may not see what we need him to see this year to be a fantasy relevant. Deontay, Damian Pierce is trending downwards. Yeah, and then you got Jalen Warren. Kind of have wide receiver depth already with Deontay Johnson coming back. Hopefully he, you know, gets back into form and then KJ Osborne could be a you know a startable piece for the next four weeks six weeks so yeah um yeah i would try to get some high ceiling throwaway try to get singletary if you have singletary and pierce one of them kind of rise out of that backfield then you have a piece uh i don't yeah. know i'm just kind of throwing out elijah uh feel free to hit us up on twitter uh with any more yeah, specific yeah, questions good, throughout the good week. point um, uh, tweet at fantasy roadshow, hit us up, uh, at Coles underscore sports at fantasy underscore trucker at S McCormick underscore FF. Um, we are definitely all hit one of us or all of us up, um, because their shout out, um, where is he? I'm going to, sorry, you can go on. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, throughout the week, uh, let us know if you have any questions. We're going to be going live tomorrow at some point in the uh, early afternoon or morning or sometime in that time span, uh, Culls, if that works for you. 
yeah, whatever. little inside joke. Um, but yeah, so we'll we'll be going live tomorrow with our uh, red light, green light, start sits. Uh, people who were were really excited about and who were not so excited about. So stay tuned for that. And then on Thursday, Coles and I will be streaming live. Uh, Shane might join in. He might not. He, you know, he always pops in whenever he feels like it. Uh, but we got a, a good Thursday night matchup. Who's playing this week, Thursday night? Um, it is Jacksonville and the Saints. Uh, Saints-Jags. So uh, that should be fun. We'll see how that goes. Uh, but we'll be streaming live, talking our Week 7 matchups, going over all the games that uh, we think are how they're going to play out fantasy-wise. So stay tuned for that. Uh, we appreciate everybody. Yeah. Go ahead, Coles. Yeah. So – um the reason why oh there he is unfortunately i don't have twitter i think i'm gonna could get zay flowers i think i could get zay flowers into a four oh Adams in love. yeah 100 percent. do that yeah um, do it do that uh yeah i don't think there's I'd, i guess just let us know whenever we go live next if put on notifications so you can see when we're live and just keep hitting us up in the comments and we'll help you out um, yeah i we had a um I had a, a good man, Elliot Darvish. He reached out on Twitter, broke me down his team. He was 0-3. We kind of we went deep into it and did some restructuring of his team. He's now two and three and is uh on a pretty good path. So like we love helping out roadies and just like this is what we do, right? There's a reason yeah. why we're uh, there's a reason why we're, you know, we're having fun with this podcast because we love it. So reach out. We want to help. Um, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. We we go live on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash sports ethos uh, throughout the week. Um, you know, we're live Sunday morning answering start sick questions early morning around 10 a.m. Um, we're live Sunday night talking reactions. We're, we're live Monday talking uh, waivers, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you name it. We're probably live on YouTube and uh, come check us out. Like, subscribe, hit the bell to get notified. We usually don't promote it too often. We're just kind of very sporadic with when we go live. So uh, stay tuned. We appreciate everybody out there who's um, who who tuned in today. And uh, go ahead, Coles. We're going to promote reactions. What did, what did we say? We're going to pre And matchups. Matchups, reactions on Sunday night, Thursday night, and then, you know, try to do Monday night as well. Whenever we're going to be like more engaging and conversational, we're going to promote it. We're going to start doing that just so that we can give you a heads up. Eli, you can come on, um, know that we're going to be on for Thursday night football and come with all your questions, you know, and ready for that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah these um our, our waiver episode and our red light, green light tomorrow. The reason why we postpone all the questions to the end, we just try to stay on topic. We're trying, we have a lot of information to cover and uh, our episodes on Thursday and Sunday are much more uh, casual, much more relaxed. And we'll talk to you guys as we go through the episode. So feel free to come hang out with us on Thursday and Sundays. Uh, we appreciate that. And uh, everybody tuning in. So could you imagine how horrible this episode would have been if 19 comments came through and I was just like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you did a great job today, Coles. You stayed on track, and I appreciate that. Shane, thank you so much for joining us. You're in, you're, uh, you're, 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 um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, your, your opinion is always appreciated, and we your presence as well. Uh, thank you for always joining us. You're the man. Coles. Uh, we'll, we'll talk Jane, more tomorrow. Jane, thanks for 
thanks for joining us taking some time off of watching avery johnson highlights <laughs> and and celebrate it <laughs> and i know you you woke up i'm sure um a little hungover and a headache after celebrating popping some bubbly and celebrating a birthday cowboys yes again happy belated birthday uh shane um yes that's awesome uh all right other than that everybody uh shane what should everybody do plug rule one Oh, of course. This episode is always brought to you by Rule One Proteins. Go to www.ruleoneproteins.com. You can get all of your um, multivitamins, your proteins, your your pre-workout, anything you need if you want to get back in the gym or if you want to just uh, step up your supplement game. Go to ruleoneproteins.com. Enter in Roadies40 at checkout to get 40% off. Definitely check them out. They got great flavors. They got the whole nine. Uh, you're going to love it. I guarantee it. So, um, Shane, what should everybody do? Spencer, I still love you. Buckle up. Fuck you, Spencer. <laughs>